it's time for the guy who always gets you to the ball game on time. And here's the pitch. It's Matt Wyatt with all the good stuff you need to know. Here we go. This is a live radio show from the Bureau. Yep, coming to you live from the Bureau. You are looking live, as Brent Musburger used to say. What's Musburger? <laughs> what is Musburger doing these days? All right, here we go. It is a Reaction Monday. This is live. Get it on in here. You can text, call, or comment on the live stream. However, you can be a part of the show. I hope you will be. Welcome in on this Monday. The Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau, go! With the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance across the great state of Mississippi. Your hometown heroes, that's your local Farm Bureau insurance agents all across the great state of Mississippi. Um, look, listen, listen, look, look, listen, and live. Remember that slogan, the uh, railroad slogan, <laughs> look, listen, and live before you cross there? Yeah, listen, th- this is a reaction Monday, so um, like we do in a lot of Mondays during football season, I will take the show. I'll just kind of sit it down in front of you here at our table, and you do with it what you want. We can go wherever you want to go with that. Now, obviously, I've got opinions uh, and thoughts on a few things. I did get to watch uh, a good bit of the early game, the Ole Miss-Alabama game, because I was in the press box at Williams-Brice Stadium in time to watch most of it. I then, of course, saw every play of State-South Carolina. So that would be the two games I probably paid the closest attention to, um, at, at least with my own eyeballs. Now, I've seen scores and other stuff, and we can get into all of that, whatever, whichever path you want to go down. Didn't get to see Notre Dame, Ohio State, know that Ohio State won it, that sort of thing. I got to see a little bit of Florida State Clemson because I was eating a lunch with a friend in Columbia Saturday at a place called, I think it's called Henry's, maybe? I think that's what it's called. And they had the TVs in there. It was interesting because we were in Columbia, South Carolina, so you had a group of people in there that were rooting for Florida State. They, They were rooting, there was less rooting for Florida State and more so rooting against Clemson. But they were joined by some Florida State fans who were in the restaurant that day there. And, of course, I didn't have time to stay through overtime. We watched it right up to the end. They go to overtime. I had to split and get to the stadium. So, anyway, that's what I consumed, okay, this weekend. And a whole bunch of NFL football yesterday. Got to say, you know, just bless your heart, okay, if you pull for one of the teams around here. And, of course, what, Southern Miss lost too, didn't they? Lost to Arkansas State. So if you pull for one of the college teams around here and you also root for the Saints or you also root for the Cowboys, but certainly if you pull for one of the teams around here and you root for the Saints and Cowboys, how, I don't know. I don't know Olivier couldn't possibly consider that, but the point is you had a rough time <laughs> this weekend. It was not a – I don't know how the Saints lost that game. I honestly don't. I know Derek Carr got hurt, didn't come back. I haven't heard anything today as far as how serious it is. Maybe y'all can let me know. But how do you lose a game? And then, you know, the Cowboys just didn't really even show up, did they? I mean, so they lost Trevon Diggs during the week. You got three starting offensive linemen out for the game, uh, nursing injuries, and it's like they just went in there and just conceded almost. Well, and maybe I shouldn't say that. I mean, they were just kind of there. They had no fire about them whatsoever. Meanwhile, the Arizona Cardinals were treating it like the Super Bowl and played that way. So So we can go any one of several directions you want to go. 
here today on the show. I'm Matt Beavers here. Thank goodness you're here. So if you are on the live stream, you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, first of all, hey to you. Happy Monday to y'all. I do have a little bit of a cold going on, so I'm spitting and sputtering. I appreciate y'all withstanding that, putting up with it. But feel free to comment. Drop a comment. Facebook or YouTube. To YouTube, type it in, hit it, comment, post, and I'll see it right here on the Murray West live thread. Go to murraywest.com. Contract embroidery company right here in Mississippi since 1996. They do the best job of putting logos on stuff. If you have a company, a brand, a business, you know, a church, a team, anything that you need your logo embroidered the right way professionally on anything where it's going to look good, be in the right spot, not going to, you know, wrinkle up and all that kind of stuff. That's where you need to go. Trust me, people from all over the state do business there. That's where they send their stuff. High school athletics teams from all over the state, almost all of them, are sending their gear to Murray West in New Albany. Get it done. Ships right back to them. Ole Miss, Ole Miss Athletics, uh, Genteel, lots of places use them, and you need to also, no matter where you are in Mississippi. And look them up, murraywest.com. That's M-U-R-R-Y. West.com. So, here are some of the comments right off the bat. And then I'm coming to your text. Uh, first up, JS290 commented on YouTube, said, Y'all back on YouTube Live. What happened last Thursday, Friday? Well, last Thursday I was in Jackson with Beaver and I uh, didn't get the stream going. That's my fault. And then Friday was a travel day. I was driving to, uh, well, through Alabama and saw my mother. She recently had a knee replacement. She's doing good. And then on to Columbia, South Carolina. So I made the trip in the car this weekend. Really enjoyed it. I love driving. I love driving. Love seeing the road. I hate being rushed, but when, I have, when I'm not rushed, I really enjoy being on the road. I don't enjoy flying. Sven commented on, on the Murray West Live thread, said, Hail State, everyone. The secondary let us down. Otherwise, we win the game. He said, the offense was nice to see with, that uh, Wills can still throw the rock downfield at Tulu. I'm okay with that for a first-year head coach. Um, he then went on to say, but we have to get our secondary fixed. Man, they look bad. Debbie comments on Facebook, gave us a hail state. Uh, Roshana says, top of the evening. And <laughs> right back at you, Roshana. Yeah, because it is p.m. I mean, technically it's p.m. p.m. Danny says that he was proud of the team's effort last Saturday night. Remarkable improvement from one week to the next. And, yeah, I, I would say there was, there was, in reality, an element of, you're like, you know, hey, look, especially the way the game started, right? Like it was downhill, like it was going to be a blowout for South Carolina, and then State dug in, came back, scored points, what, tied up at one point and hung in there. So, you know, they did some good things, but still they did too many things that will get you beat. Too many, they did too many things that almost guarantee that you lose when you're on the road in the SEC whether it's not forcing the other quarterback into mistakes, whether it's giving up explosive plays in a pass game and momentum plays, whether it's turning the ball over more than they did, you know, a few of those things. Being really kind of bad, frankly, offensively on first down. That's the thing that really amazed me the most about State's offense was that they were able to go score the 30 points in the game in spite of kind of being so bad on first down in some key spots. Like, that was a point of emphasis for State. They talked about it during the week coming out of the LSU game was to be so much better on first down so that you are not in third and long and so that you are better against the chains and getting to a more routine play-calling sort of rhythm 
And they went out there from the word go and were like, lose yards on first down, all right, now it's second 14, you know. So they still overcame that because South Carolina, and we'll get into this, but and let me know if you disagree, but the way it looked to me, South Carolina's philosophy from the start of the game to the end was we will force someone else other than Woody Marks to make yards for you. They put seven in the box. They have four down a lot. They put seven in the box. They're going to defend the run. We'll play man-to-man. We are defending the run. We will not let you run the ball at any cost, even if it gives us man-to-man shots down the field. Well, it did. State took those man-to-man shots, and State hit those man-to-man shots more often than not. But, but again, you want to win a game on the road when your defense is struggling Somebody other than one guy's got to step up down the field. And you notice that later in the game, I know Mosley and maybe one other had a chance to catch a ball or two and didn't go get the ball. No, they weren't these clean, wide open, walk it out there to him throws like the Tulu earlier. They were catchable where a receiver's got to go make the play and he just didn't come down with the ball a couple of times. We'll put it in the right spot. So all those things are a part of it, and, and we'll get into that. All right. Over on the text line, the country-pleasing text line, country-pleasing sausage on grocery store shelves all around the southeast. Walk up in there and say, country-pleasing, please. Mm. You also need to follow them on Facebook. They do a really good job of promoting specials and things that they have. Um, okay, I tell you what, let me call an audible here because um, I almost messed this up. So Jason and QB1 and Nick and Kyle and everybody on the the Country Pleasing Text Line. I'm coming to you, but we'll do it next because right now on the Divinity Equipment phone line, Divinity Equipment, Madison and in Jackson, your Kubota dealer, the oldest Kubota dealer in the U.S., in fact, means Divinity has been doing it better longer than anyone else right here at home at Divinity. On line one, we got Titanium Hawk. <laughs> on line one of the Divinity Equipment phone line. Titanium Hawk, you have the floor. What's up? Yeah, Chicken Hawk's cousin. Okay, Chicken Hawk's cousin. How's, yeah. how's Chicken yeah. Hawk doing, by the way? Well, he's, he had a rough weekend. Okay, all right. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. No, this is me, but I ain't feel like <laughs> doing no yelling for all the doggone pain that I'm in. Now, you know that I bleed maroon. Matter of fact, I could take a picture right now. Yeah. Bleeding like a cut pig on my left wrist. Look, oh, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I, well, we ain't got nobody. Bless my heart. We ain't got the money a lot of other folks got to pay for somebody. Somebody, some old fart like me and you. Gonna have to put every brace we can get on our back knees and go out there because we can't do no worse. I don't know what's going on with the defense, but we ain't got one. But now we lost some studs. But you know, everybody gotta, you know, you gotta work on me in this a new system first year and all that kind of stuff. And I'm glad to see the cowboy finally rare up and lasso one down the, you know, down yeah. the field, trying mm-hmm. to get comfortable throwing some good long passes. If we can get him in March. On the same page, but like you said, they just put a, a dog on hurting on the boy Mark. You yep. know now, oh, uh, uh, oh, crap, man! I can't think of his name yet. Tulu. Yep. Now Tulu showed out. If we could have got Mars to do what he done week four last, and him and Tulu to do what he done Saturday, Bubba Wheeler would have whooping on them like they ain't never had. 
<laughs> so, well, here's but, what you're here, hold on, Chicken Hawk. Here's what you're touching on. Well, first thing, it's really good to hear your voice. Secondly, what you're touching on is balance. This idea of balance, where your your equal parts threat running the ball or throwing it, where it really you become really hard to defend. And that you're right. <laughs> South Carolina really sold out defensively against the run, saying we're going to do everything yes, we can did. to stop the run. And the result was they challenged Will to make some one-on-one throws down the field, and the kid stepped up and made some throws. Yeah, he made some nice throws. Now, but the thing about it, uh, he's a little timid. Of course, I know the boy ain't never like you know got up on the center probably since uh, three years old playing out in the front yard. It's been a while since the boy you know had to run backwards and then turn around and look and see where <laughs> everybody was at. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. Yeah. It, it, take, it takes a while to get back acclimate. How you like that word? Acclimated to that. I like the but, other word you uh, used better little, though. Instead of backwards, you said backwards. You know, which I like that. Yeah, word. you went backwards, man. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? But look at him. You you know the the, uh, the he's a little tippy toed when it comes to running. He got to get you know. Uh, I mean, look, I didn't ever like to get hit by a fat boy like me either. <laughs> but uh, if he'd supposed to, you know, put on some. Uh, you know, something so he could run a little bit. I believe that would help too. But anyway, I'm so broken hearted. Look, I just come from the heart doctor, man. I've been over, had a echocardiogram done, had some kind of something done up in there, like a CT to count my calcium and stuff. And uh, then the reason he said titanium hope, I'm finna send you the picture of what all they done done to me. But today, be, 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 be praying for me. Because okay. today I'm going to uh, start my PT, real PT. I ain't been to real PT yet. Okay. Well, so I'll be is, like on the weights. Okay. Is, is the is your prognosis good? If you don't mind me asking, I'm not. I don't want to. Don't don't tell me anything. You're not comfortable. Uh, well, I'm driving my four wheeler right. right now. Now I don't know about my eighteen wheeler. Okay. I ain't. Uh, I had. You know, I, I got six weeks. Of this real rehab, you know, I'll be getting on a treadmill and, uh, you know, climbing them downstairs. They be shocking me and, you know, doing all that kind of stuff. But I got a two foot cut down my back and an eight inch cut on my side. It, it took, uh, two doctors and six hours. But, uh, doctor, my doctor, Dr. Illicil over at Mississippi Brain is fine. I told him I was going to give him a free flow. So I done done it, doc. Take it off my bill, but uh, uh but, but uh, I'll tell you something, Bubba. I've been through all kinds of stuff. I've wrecked four eighteen wheelers and totaled them out, totaled out five cars, and so forth and so on. I ain't never been through the heck I've been through with this right here. It took two surgeons and six hours to do the work they done on me. Wow. Well, I'm just glad you're here, so, and I'm glad you're still yeah, I, I, hanging I in am, Jesus, Jesus wasn't ready for me yet. Apparently you know? not. That's I still right. got my I still got my mouth, but I, I mean, I know I got to go. I'm, I'm burning up my segment, but it's been a while. But I asked Doctor Illusio the other day about the marbles. You know, you hear folks talking about marbles. Yeah. Well, you know, he done ten years ago to the day I was paralyzed from my neck down, and he done that surgery on my neck. And I asked, you know, asked him about them marbles, and he told me, he said, Chicken Hawk, and that's what he called me, you know. We, we, we've been tight for 10 mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. He said, Chicken Hawk, 
once you lose them, you can't get them back. <laughs> I said, I said, I said, Doctor Ellisville, you y'all ain't got no with the technology now, man. They ain't no doggone marble stroller somewhere around. Y'all can go get some marbles to put back up in my head. <laughs> and he said, you know, I'm afraid not picking off you out. So anyway, I'm glad to talk to you there, Matthew. You too. And uh, uh, y'all doing a wonderful job. And let's just pray. You know, let's just pray. One thing about it, Bob, uh, LSU, I was, uh, they were so many wide open. I was, Bob, I could took my, my, my mom for my walker. More of a walking stick now. Okay. So I could have got back there, in, in, you know, in, in, in the, uh, what do you call it, uh, when you get five or ten yards back, back there, what's the term for the quarterback? In the shotgun? Yeah, there you go, shotgun. <laughs> All the anyway, shotgun. I could get back there on my walking stick with the shotgun, and then when they hiked the ball, I could have laid my walking stick down and turn sideways and throw the ball and completed the top <laughs> of them passes that LSU completed in them gigantic holes that it was there. But anyway, I love my Bulldogs, and the only thing now that helped me just not totally go to the mental hospital yeah. was thank the Lord that the school up north got their butt beat. I was sick of the death. I was sitting there cheerleading. I almost went and put on uh, Lou Bell's uh, cheerleading bottoms on and got up in there and made a video. But my preacher probably would have got mad about he that. He wouldn't have so, enjoyed and that, the deacons, You know, they'd have kicked me out. But I love y'all. Love uh, Espen 105.9 The Zone. And uh, I will be talking to y'all later. I got to go to PC. Titanium Hawk slash Chicken Hawk in on the phone line and out. Good to hear your voice. And I will pass this along. I know, Chicken Hawk, you were rooting against Ole Miss, you said, on Saturday. But from Rebel Tiger Dog, best wishes to Chicken Hawk. But since he says he's totaled three 18-wheelers and four to five cars, sounds like they don't need to let him drive anymore. <laughs> and he's saying that with, <clears throat> with love. Chicken Hawk, good to hear from you. All right, over on the uh, Country Pleasing text line, Jason in Flagstaff texts the show, and he says, what had happened? He said, all those folks saying Will Rogers is a weak arm for the last three years after Saturday night. It never held water. <clears throat> you know, I, I don't really know what the deal is, but, you know. They just that theory never held water. There was really nothing ever that you could show on film or anything, Jason, that would have backed it up. Uh, now, somebody did comment and said it could be worse. You could be a Broncos fan. Well, look, no question. <laughs> I mean, Broncos gave up 70 points in an NFL game. And QB1 told me that Carr has an AC joint sprain. Saints offensive line and offensive play calling is atrocious. AC joint, and it looked like his throwing shoulder, right? And I'm telling you, that's the where that collarbone comes out and meets the top of that shoulder joint, and it's held on just by cartilage over there. You sprain it when it moves, and it gets it doesn't even really swell up sometimes. After a little bit, the swelling go away, and it'll still hurt. You, you could go out here and run into a wall, and it won't bother it, and then you could reach to pick up your coffee cup, and it'll make you cry, you know, like it's a really fickle thing. So I hate to see him going through that. All right, back over to the phone line. Got a call from Gary. On line one of the Divinity phone. What's up, Gary? Hey, man. How you doing, man? Great. Good to hear from you. Uh, uh, 
just, just want to make uh, a few comments and uh, observations on the uh, state of South Carolina game, man. State fans, state grad. Uh, uh, the, uh, the guy that runs the morning show on your station, I don't agree with what he says a lot, but I do agree with him on this. Uh, with uh, some people that's hollering about um, uh, Coach Arnett and we might need to replace him. No, no, we don't. We can't flip that building out. This will be the, what, the fourth or fifth time in what, six years? Yeah. We just can't do it. So, yeah. so we, so we need to root for, for, uh, Coach Arnett to make it. Uh, I think he's going to be fine. Um, cause one thing I do like about it, he understands it's not about a system. It's about getting players in there. Yeah. If, if you don't have, if you don't have players, man, you're going to get your head kicked in. Just period, uh, period point blank. So I like that about it. I think he'll be fine. As far as people just talking about the secondary, I don't know what what we thought as state fans, and and I don't know if you agree with this or not, but Forbes, some scouts thought Forbes was the best corner yeah. in the draft. Yeah, the only reason the only reason some people were scared off from him was because of his size. Am I am is that am I right or wrong? You're right. Is that, is that and quick, you're right. Okay. And, and he's played okay. as well as any rookie corner in the NFL so far. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So I don't. And then you lost. Then you lost some senior play. You know, some people graduated out of the program. The secondary was going to struggle. Mm-hmm. What people are saying was Zach could take over the uh, play calling for the defense. No, that's not going to help unless he can go ask Ford to force come over and play Saturday. Not back up to Washington <laughs> and play Sunday. Yeah, which he probably this ain't going to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think they can do that. No, man. Do I don't that. think they can do that. So, yeah. Good point. And, and, and uh, uh, I get it. People are frustrated. I get it. But you, you just have to understand how good that kid was. It's showtime. Let's go. With a Matt Lyons show. Ready to talk sports the Mississippi way with you. So get in on the conversation and tell him what you think. All right. Back with you on a Reaction Monday. We're like... Uh, Eastbound and down. Got a long way to go and a short time to get there. So let's get into some of it from right now. Um, Greg on the Murray West live thread. He's on Facebook. Says, hey, Matt, sent you a video of NFL rookie orientation. I guess they get up in front of the team and try to make a good impression. Yeah, so like they sing the fight song sometimes. and have, Sometimes they have to get up and like imitate a coach and all that. It is, that is neat stuff. It's just, you know, like team we got it. Uh, chemistry building, <laughs> um, team building exercises and stuff like that. Uh, Steve said, Hail State from Dothan. That would be Dothan, Alabama. That's where my dad lives. Folks in Alabama, half of them are happy, happy half are sad. Alabama beats Ole Miss. Auburn kind of got whipped by A&M and couldn't throw the ball at all. Now, Greg comments... On Facebook, he's on the Murray West live thread. Contract embroidery, custom apparel, right here in Mississippi since 1996. If you've got a business or organization or church or team or anything that needs a logo printed or sewn onto anything, trust me, go there first. It is Murray West, M-U-R-R-Y. You can look them up online, murraywest.com. Go to Instagram, Murray West Official. Greg says, was the interception a blown call? I'll be honest with you. I was trying to figure out a way to get a hold of the actual 
black and white print, the rule that's in front of me, right, you know, and in the rule book about establishing yourself in bounds. I can't I have not been able to find it. I've not been able to go to the NCA rule book and find it's like rule, you know, eight dot one dot eight, whatever, you know, part A or whatever. I've never been able to find that. I've tried. I know that I'm versed on it and have read it in the past because I have just always assumed and been operating on the assumption that if a player goes out of bounds voluntarily, that in order to establish themselves eligible again and in bounds, they got to do it with both feet. You got to get both feet back in bounds on the ground. And at that point, once you've had both feet on the ground, you are now in bounds. Okay, that's what I've always assumed. When you look up the rule, you will find lots of sources out there who have repeated the wording in the rule. I couldn't find it in the actual rule book, but lots of reporting on it in the past, and it confirms. You go out of bounds, you must get two feet inbounds on the ground, to be established in bounds, or anything else, any other part of your body other than a hand that is on the turf in bounds without some other part of your body out of bounds. Meaning you go back in and the first thing it touches is your knee. Your knee is down in bounds and nothing is out of bounds. You're eligible again. Your butt, your back, in bounds, nothing's out of bounds. You're eligible again. But two feet was a part of it. This I also know, <laughs> and you need to hear this, and I'd love to hear y'all's opinions. This I also know, any receiver, any eligible pass catcher on any college football team, the rule is if that pass catcher goes out of bounds voluntarily, they must establish themselves back in bounds with two feet to be you know, inbounds, but they still cannot be the first one to touch the ball after they do that. That's the rule. Has been, is, will be, unless they change it. And so when this came up the other day in the game, the defender for South Carolina got one foot inbounds, but not the other. His foot wasn't down out of bounds. He had been. It was in the air. But only one foot touched the turf, Inbounds, not two. So when all of that happened, I looked at it, we all looked at it, even other people in the booth, including the South Carolina radio guys, they looked at it and go, well, he didn't get two feet back in. And when they just immediately upheld the thing, we were like, wait a minute, that means I don't know the rules. Surely that means I must be confused on the rules. Is it not two feet? I talked today to a guy who officiates in Division One, And here's the problem. The defensive player part of that is left up to interpretation by the official. The rule does not specifically say it's different for an offensive player versus a defensive player. The rule simply addresses an offensive player. Going out of bounds voluntarily, Coming back in, reestablish himself in bounds. Can't be the first one to touch a football. And it does not specify a difference 
between an offensive and a defensive player. So therefore, that's probably something that might get addressed actually uh, in in a future you know rules cycle, I would bet. But the thing is, for the officiating crew in the game, you can't. To me, how can you look at a situation like that and and go, well, the rule says it's this way for an offensive player, two feet. But it doesn't specify that a defensive player is different. Therefore, it would seem to me that you would go, therefore, the same holds true for a defensive player as it does an offensive player until they tell me otherwise. But that's not the way they ruled it. They looked at it and went, the rule specifies offensive player has to, two, has to have two feet. It doesn't specify defense. And since it doesn't specify defense, he had one foot in the air. He had one foot inbounds. He's eligible and legal and can touch the ball. And that's how they ruled on it. Now, the other issue was that Zach Arnett used a timeout after the side judge over there on his side told him, oh, we took a quick look and we're good. So he goes, timeout. They come out of the timeout. They come out of the timeout. They line back up. Now keep in mind, this is after the side judge has already told him they looked at it. Out of the timeout. They line back up. Then they blow the whistle. They're going to review it. (laughs) And Jack Arnett was like, you lied to me. Y'all didn't review it. You lied. I want my timeout back. (laughs) It was kind of a funny moment over there, if you ask me. All right. More on the country-pleasing text line. Nick says, Matt, I have the flu. Oh, man, Nick. And he says, Matt, I have the flu, so maybe I'm not thinking clearly, but I'm befuddled at the Mississippi State team. First, the offense can't find itself. Now the defense looks like Starkville Academy. No offense to Starville Academy. And now we can get ready for Bama to look like 2020 Bama this weekend. <laughs> Being a state fan is never easy. Yeah, Alabama looks like they found themselves and gotten some confidence, right? They certainly did on defense. Just shut Ole Miss down completely in that second half. Sorry to hear that you have the flu. And, yeah, State's been inconsistent at best. And, you know, and Jimmy's touching on this. He's on YouTube on the Murray West live thread. Same thing I said after the game, Jimmy. You can't give up 37 points on the road in the SEC and win very often, if at all. You just you don't you go give up 37 home or away, but on, on the road, that's their first home game in front of a crowd like that. You're gonna lose too many points. Kyle says, in your opinion, was that a fumble from Will or was it an incomplete pass? You know, I gotta be honest with you, Kyle. At the moment I looked at it, it was really borderline. I kind of felt like maybe he did fumble it because of this. Even though when, when Will brought the ball back to throw, his arm had not begun to go forward at the moment the guy hit his arm. His arm is back when his arm gets hit. He didn't hit the ball. He hit his arm. And when his arm got hit, I thought the ball began to rotate in his hand. And if that ball begins to jostle or rotate in his hand before it goes forward, then it's a fumble. And just because he shot it forward up the field doesn't mean it wasn't loose before the arm began going forward. I was not surprised that they upheld that one, just to be honest with you. Nunya says, uh, tune the offense to match your skill set. Give Will a couple of audibles and air it out. 
Well, and I tell you what, Nanya, I'm going to hang on to your text. I want to come back to it uh, during the ne- after the next commercial break because I want to break down a couple of things that I think we all have to understand about offensive football. And it's so much – It's well, it's still pretty simple, but it's never really in, in application. It's never really about, hey, I just want to throw deep balls. Or the opposite, hey, I just want to run three yards in cloud of dust when you're trying to run a system like this. And I'll explain what I mean by that. Somebody texted Sean and said, it's the offensive line that played better. Gave him some extra time to throw until he started getting all the blitz. Yeah. Yeah, they did. The offensive line played a little better. They still had some busts, but they ran 70 plays. And so it's not a surprise you're going to have a few mess-ups after having a bunch of them the week before. But they did play better. Uh, in some ways. Now, somebody said, what is your playlist like on a road trip? Oh, gosh, it can vary greatly. Ooh, I listen to uh, some talk. I listen to some Bible lessons. I listen to, of course, yesterday I listened to NFL games. Uh, I listen to a lot of 80s, a lot of old country. I listen to Jazz blues. I listened to uh, Gregory Allen Isakoff. I listened to, I mean, it's like, it varies greatly just depending. And I spend a lot of time on the road just not listening to anything. Just thinking, listening to my myself. So I'm sorry I don't have a real clear answer for you there. Some more texts coming up from Steve and White Denzel and Blitz and Jason and Flagstaff, but I'm going to get back to Nunya's thought on the offense, and we'll peel that one back also. More of your comments on the Murray West live thread coming up as well. Stick around. It's often difficult to satisfy that special hunger. Not here, because you've got Matt Wyatt. Oh, I am starving. Don't worry, he's got a menu full. All right, back with you. I'm Matt. In the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio, Farm Bureau, go! With the home team, they are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance all across the great state of Mississippi. More of your comments on the Murray West live thread coming up. You can also call me. We've had some calls today on the Divinity Equipment phone line. Gary called earlier and, and touched on the fact that, you know, State did lose a really big-time talented player in Emmanuel Forbes out at corner, and that, you know, it certainly changes the makeup of your defense and kind of how you have to weight things on the field. And I think they're playing through that a little bit. And, of course, the other night, you know, you saw South Carolina kind of stay away from State's best corner, DeCamion Richardson, and a couple of times targeted DeCarlos Nicholson, who's played really well and, and has made a bunch of plays. DeCarlos, you know, saved a two-point conversion, read it, went and batted the ball down, had a great one-on-one uh, uh, defending play in the end zone towards the end of the game and kind of preserving your chance to win. Fans wanted to pass interference, and they slowed it down. It showed you he didn't interfere. So he's done some good things, but he also got the guy who's, like, really fast that Leggett ran by him a few times. 
and uh, you know you couldn't chase him down. So, you know, and and Forbes is a guy who went to the combine and ran a four three, right? And is a high first round draft pick. And as of right now, they go redrafted. He may go even higher. So, yeah, it certainly does change it. He touched on that. A few texts here, and then I'm gonna come back to something Nunya sent in. Uh, Jason in Flagstaff, Arizona says, "My biggest problem with the weak arm people." Why it drives me crazy is because the truth was right there. Every one of those 20-yard outs across the field uh, throws that he made didn't go the other way. He says it took more arm strength than requires for a 50-yard bomb straight down the field. And, look, I mean, that's a lot of truth. If you're about the hardest throw is you're throwing that out route, that comeback, that 15, 20-yard comeback, or even that corner from one hash to the far sideline because the defense has got angles on you there. <clears throat> and it's less, it's a little bit more pinpoint. And you don't ever put air on it to a sideline throw. It's always got juice, right, and has to. You can say, well, he threw a 50-yard bomb, but if you throw it up the field, one thing you're doing is putting a bunch of air on it because there's nobody back there. And so it's two different kinds of throws. So he's always had plenty of arm strength, uh, or else he wouldn't be playing. Just all it is to it. So the people that – it's just one, another example of many things that there's people out there who don't really know what they're looking at, Jason. I mean, you can question it, but to take it so far as to I'm, I'm driving a stake in the ground, we got a guy with a weak arm, that's why we're losing. Look, just shut up. <laughs> just watch and get mad, whatever, but just zip it. <laughs> it's better to be thought a fool than to open your mouth and prove it. White Denzel texts the show and says, you're correct about the receiver, Matt, unless you are Calvin really 2017 versus State and Starville. I mean, that's an example. They got that one wrong. Guy even threw his hat down. So bringing that one back up. And then Stephen Brandon said, So, Matt, are you as upset over this call in Columbia as if it had happened in Tuscaloosa? Like, what are we talking about? Oh, the uh the uh the the fumble call or the the interception call? I don't know. Both of them are, you know, right there. I, I actually kind of feel like Again, I, and I saw the replays in the stadium, and I understand that he shot the ball forward. But for the reason I said a while ago, you know, on the field, I felt, felt like it was the right thing to let the play go. You can always come back and review it. Therefore, they called it a fumble on the field, right? And so they're reviewing it. And what you see is, like, and it's for anybody, if your arm isn't actively moving forward now, okay, it's not actively moving forward now. It's more... I've brought it back, I've recoiled, and I'm about to get going forward, but I haven't started forward yet, and that's when my arm gets hit. The defender hit his arm, not the ball. Well, if that ball begins to turn in your hand, that means you've lost your grip. If it jostles a little bit in your hand when the contact is made, then it's loose, whether you you know, shoot it forward or not. And so I kind of felt like I wasn't surprised they let it stand. The one with the two feet in bounds, I think, is an interpretation thing. It made us all think that we didn't understand the rule for defensive players. So here's the thing, Steve. Had it happened in Tuscaloosa, you'd be less surprised. <laughs> it's true. And it would be for anybody, not an Alabama fan. You'd be less surprised to have calls go against you in Tuscaloosa than you are even if they happen in Columbia. That's just a fact. I mean, I don't know how else to say it. Now, back here to what Nunya said. Let's think about this for a minute. He said, tune the offense to match your skill set. 
give Will a couple of audibles and air it out. So, 519 yards of offense, 487 of that in the air. I mean, Tulu has seven catches for 256. Justin Robinson had six for 91. That's the thing to me. I don't think I realized that Justin Robinson was targeted 10 times in a game. He caught six for 91 yards. He was approaching 100 yards receiving himself, and I um, didn't quite realize that. Xavion, five catches, 56. Marks had five for 15. I'm telling you, they keyed on to Aquavius Marks. It is so clear. So clear to me that South Carolina defensively came in and watched State's tape and saw the struggles and the miscommunication in the pass game and said to themselves, guys, they're not ready yet in the pass game. They don't have a clue what they're doing. It ain't had nothing to do with ability. They don't, they're not on the same page. They don't know what routes they're running. We are loading up against their run. I bet you if we watch the film, too. I mean, it, it wasn't like it was zero blitz every play, but still it was focusing on Woody Marks first and foremost Wherever he goes. Example, Woody had 12 carries for 27 yards. You whip your offensive line pretty good in the run game. You only He only had 27 yards rushing. And then you throw it to him five times, he goes for 15 yards. That's three yards a catch. They keyed on Woody. And what it did is it opened up things for your teammate. So it opened up, gave some one-on-ones to Tuller. You get a little protection, Will pumps it down the field and hits it. Okay, but here's the point in all of it. Nunya, you are right. Tune the offense to what you have. Match your skill set. All those things. But this game the other night, I didn't see it as an example of the week before State struggled, and there's been complaints about not throwing the ball. So the coaching staff made a manually during the week decided to be a passing team this week brought those plays to the game with them, manually decided to call pass plays a bunch, and it worked. Therefore, it's proof we're a throwing team, not a running team. You see what I mean? It, it's, that's not really what it is. And I, I hope that you'll understand not to think of it that way. Don't think of it as, see, I told you, should have been throwing it. We brought our passing playbook, ran those plays, they worked. That's not really what happened. What happened was Barbe was in the booth. And when you're in the booth versus the sideline, there's a reason all those NFL coordinators are in the booth. You can see the depth of defense and depth of field and depth of coverage as you may not be able to see on the field. And you can see, oh, they are making sure somebody has to have success other than Woody Marks. And they're focused on – everybody's focused on him, period, in the story. People in the box. And so you start – because of their defensive philosophy in the game and the way they're lining up and challenging you and giving you one-on-ones, which other teams haven't done, part of it's because of your reputation. Well, you take the one-on-ones and you start hitting them. I mean, you throw for 487 on the road in the SEC. I guarantee you, going forward, because of that game, remember I told you, you will see less man-to-man coverage on Tulu Griffin. You will see less man-to-man coverage on Robinson and on Xavion. Teams, they're going to watch the film, and based on their personnel, Alabama may be different. They got a little bit of more NFL personnel back there. But 
they are going to play less man and give you less throw-the-ball opportunities down the field than South Carolina did because of the way you threw it against them. All right, let's go to the phone line. Divinity Equipment phone. i got about a minute and a half for my man, Gator Greg. What's up, Greg? Well, Mr. Wyatt, I just I think just now offensively, if you play like that, only I would nitpick a little bit. You have to run the ball a little bit more. Uh, what I looked at the, I think I looked at the stat. What you take off the sack yards, thirty-two yards. Yeah. I just think if you'd had a hundred yards and take away a hundred from the passing, man, I won that game because I, I just I, I think that's that might even been the the, the uh, air raid even a little bit too much that they, they need to run the ball to kind of protect your defense. I mean, and I didn't think they – how many times did they sack Rattler? I didn't see defensive. It, how many, you know how, how We got big? four. I think it was listed as four sacks. Each team, I think, had four. That – that okay. That would – and I, I looked at his box numbers. He only had two incompletions. He really had a – must have had a really good ball uh, game. He was on uh, fire. Really but, sharp and really playing like yeah. they thought he played Oklahoma. But it's, I, I guess it's, you have to have more of the defense – pressure in the quarterback yeah i think you know not and and then you might win that game but uh your chiefs look pretty strong yesterday but you got to get on Dak when he plays bad yep. he played bad yesterday yep. and the cowboys mm-hmm. had an embarrassing loss we appreciate you mr white have a good show yeah 100 greg on that last one i mean you know Dak didn't play well particularly in the red zone you know and then but really as a team i just felt like the cowboys had this look about them like they just showed up like they really weren't they didn't care too much about being there. And, boy, the, the Cardinals taught them a lesson. All right, hour one in the books. Long way to go. Short time to get there, but at least one hour left. Hour two coming up in the Bureau. Stick around.